Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors. The 2020 Dacia sales event is now on at Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Call in to see how shockingly affordable a new Dacia is in the new year. You're very welcome to Friday Afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. I have a proposition for you to begin today. You know our annual Lose Weight and Feel Great campaign that runs from the beginning of January to Valentine's Day, about six weeks. Well, it's happening again this coming year in association with the great people at Integral Fitness and Leisure with wonderful facilities they have in Drogheda and East Mead. It's six weeks. You'll have your own personal trainer. They'll put all the facilities at your disposal and they'll guide you through on dietary advice and every advice and everything at besides. Would you like to take part? Do you know anyone who might like to take part and lose weight and feel great on LMFM's late lunch? If you do, I'm offering a place or two on it this year to you, our listeners. How do you uh, get that place? Well, get in touch with us uh, and send us your contact details. You can call in on 1850 now. Breed will take your name and number. That's 1850 Or you can WhatsApp us your details or text us to 086-1800-658. 086-1800-658 for Lose Weight and Feel Great 2020. Love to hear from you. I'll leave it with you. Now, as you you know, our Chelsea Farrell from RD is Miss Ireland and we've been following her closely here on Late Lunch since she was named as Miss Louth. The Miss World final is in London tomorrow evening. She's a busy, busy girl, but she had time for us on Late Lunch. I caught up with Chelsea this morning and began by putting it to her. Was she feeling the butterflies in the stomach? Obviously, now I'm a little bit nervous because, you know, there's been such a build-up to this and obviously I'm preparing for it for the last few months. But I have all the girls around me and we are well prepared. We've so much rehearsals done and everything for it. So I'm more excited now than nervous, which is a good thing. You are in London, I just want to remind listeners, for yes, a few I weeks am. at this stage. When did you go I over? Here. I came over here three and a half weeks ago. Okay. So roughly a month I'm here. 
You're a mother. You're not on speaker yeah. there, are you? No, you're on, you're a no, whole... No, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, have you there. Just let me ask that question again, because the line just dipped here for a second. Yeah. Just remind us again, you're, you're in London, actually, for a few weeks at this stage, Chelsea. I am, yes, I am. I'm here nearly a month tonight, so it's been a long, long time and a lot of preparation, but hopefully it'll be worth it. And have all the girls been there for the same amount of time? Yes, now a few girls come over like a few days in advance, obviously because they're travelling from further countries. A lot of girls had like two-day flights and everything, but I was lucky. I only had an hour. So I came over on the 20th, but everyone was here by the 20th, if that makes sense. So we've all been here at the same length of time, bar a few days here and there that girls have been here extra. But other than that, it's roughly the same. What have you been doing since you arrived? So the first week we were more so integrating with each other because obviously I think there's 111 of us this year. So there's a lot of girls over here for this competition. So the first few days it was more bonding and getting to know each other and learning about our cultures and, you know, learning about the different kinds of people that were here, of course. And then after that, we did some day trips. So we did a day at the Opera House and we went to see a performance of the Mikado. It was incredible and it was a relaxed performance which is very different because obviously I'd be used to musicals and that but I'd never seen an opera and they did a daytime performance for children with special needs and we were invited along to it so that was probably the highlight of my time here in London of everything that we've done um, because it was just so special to include all them kids as well <coughs> and then we what else did we do we went on a boat trip on the River Thames and we went to afternoon tea in the House of Lords which was just amazing it was something so special and you know not everyone gets to experience that because they don't open the house of lords for afternoon tea for just anybody you have to be special to get there so julia actually got us in with baroness patricia i think was her name and she is works in the parliament she was the first black woman to become a barrister or a baroner in the parliament which was amazing to even meet her so we did that and then we did sightseeing around london and we had the water rats charity ball in the Grosvenor Hotel in London, which was just phenomenal. To be invited to that was, God, it, it was so emotional. Every one of us was in tears because we didn't expect to be invited to something so special. Like that charity is one of the biggest charities here in England and it's been running for, I think, 130 years. So this ball is invite only. It's very, very high end and the money they raise and everything out of it is amazing. So we were all honoured to be there as invites as well. So other than that then, it was just all rehearsal, rehearsal, rehearsal for the big show. And a lot of time I know going into, a lot of time I know going into the rehearsals, that's very, very important. So they have everything 100% on the night for the big night. Yeah, because obviously it's being televised. So we have to make sure that everything is perfect. And I can't let any secrets out because you'll all see it tomorrow. But the show this year is spectacular. And like, I know I'm biased because I'm in it. So obviously it's going to be great. But, um, this year the show it's different and it's not something that Miss World have put on before but it is just going to be amazing I am so excited to watch it myself let alone to be in it but yeah no day rehearsals we've been up like I think the latest morning we had until like 7am so we're up at 5, 6 o'clock every morning and we're not back in the hotel till 8, 9 o'clock we're rehearsing all the time and even then on days where we have day trips or we have like we had a debate in Oxford University and different things we will still squeeze in rehearsals amidst all the madness. So that's how important the show is to us all this year. By God, you are putting in some effort, along with all we the are. other girls as well. But you're living the dream. Yes, I am. And I am loving every minute of it. But, you know, it's so different. Like, even when I was at home being Miss Ireland, it was 
so busy all the time. But when you come over here, it's like stepping into a different world because there's so many different countries and so many different cultures and every girl has a different story. And I think for me, the most enjoyable part has been getting to know all the other girls and hearing their stories and hearing about their really the purpose projects and different things. Because honestly, it's an eye opener to what goes on in the world because we're so wrapped up in our little bubble when we're in Ireland. You, obviously, we know what's going on around the world, but, you know, it's different. We focus on our own country and everything. And when you sit back and you realise what's happening in other countries and the way other cultures live and everything, it's just, I'm amazed by it. You have met many, many girls, as you say, there from yeah, all over yeah. the world. What's the atmosphere like in the group? Is it is there a togetherness? Is there is it friendly? Yeah, do you know, you wouldn't really know. Like, obviously, it's a competition and everyone's in it for the one thing. We all want the same crown. But at the end of the day, we are all here because of our purpose. And everyone gets on so well. You actually would forget that it's a competition because we do all click together. We're all in separate groups. So there's four coloured groups. And I think there's about 30 of us in each group. And we are like my group. I'm in the red group. And we are all so close. We're like sisters. That's the only way I can describe it. It's like a big family and a big sisterhood of girls. There's no nastiness, there's no negativity and everyone builds each other up as well, which is, it's rare to find with a group of girls, but especially when there's so many of us. But honestly, like, and I'm not just saying that the girls are all incredible and everyone just gets on so, so well. I know you've said you can't say what's to happen tomorrow evening yeah. and we understand that. But when you do what you do, how is the decision arrived at? So basically what happens, there is already, I think, 19 girls fast tracks. So I got through my head-to-head challenge. So the head-to-head is where each girl is split up into a group of six and you all answer a question, which is round one. So I won my round against the six girls. I bet them and got through to the second round and I was up against Trinidad and Tobago. So we had to get up together and answer a question on our beauty with a purpose. But she won, so she got into the top 40. So that's that was my chance to get in there, there and then, but... Her answer was incredible and she's such a sweet girl. So I was so proud that she got it. It didn't bother me in the slightest. So there were 10 girls that got through from head to head. Then there's a sports, fast track, talent, multimedia, beauty with a purpose. And there's another one. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but there's 19 altogether. So then there's 10 or five beauty with a purpose that go through as well. And then there's 21 judges choices go into top 40. So we did judges interview last week. They were so exciting because I love talking. So that was fun. And um, the judges picked 21 fast tracks on top of that. So then you get to your top 40 and then it will be diminished down to your top 12. So the top 12 will answer a brief question based on something got to do with competition. And then it will be knocked down to your top five. And that's where your final question is answered and the winner is chosen. And so that's the way uh, do you so, know at this stage if you've been selected by the judges? No, that's not. Nobody knows that until the night of the final. So the fast tracks will all, we'll know who they all are. And then we, so there's, as I said, the 19th of them, but then the night of the final, the judges' choices are announced on the spot. So nobody knows them until then. So fingers crossed, one of them, 21 places is mine. Please, God, it will be. We're all rooting for you here at home. Thank you. Everybody, get out the the, the rosary beads, get down on your knees, light the candles, (laughs) anything you can do. And go on to the Miss World website and vote. That's the main thing. Right, that's the big thing in all seriousness. So just explain. I know it's been a bit complicated for people from home because nobody really understood how to do it. But basically all you have to do is go on to www.missworld.com 
and click contestants and scroll down until you see me. It's a picture of me, obviously. And click into it and it will, underneath my description of who I am, there will be a vote for me button. So just press that and then you will be asked to create a free account. So just use your Facebook or your email, make the account and then press vote for me again and that's your vote gone through. Each person only has one vote, so that's why it's so important to get the message out there. And then if you just share it across all your social media platforms and get as many people to vote as possible. So that vote is crucial as well. Very, very. This is the important vote now because for the head-to-head, it was comments and likes and that. And for multimedia, it was all your mobster and everything. But now for the final, we need, obviously on mobster, we need as much votes as we can, but we also need to get the voting online done as best we can because it's just it's vital and is that added on top of the judges vote or separate from it or how does that no, work no no that will just be a guide okay okay yeah. but it's yeah. a very important guide yeah of course it is and obviously we want Ireland to be ranked high because we're such an amazing little country so we want ourselves to be recognised so if everyone does go out there and add in that vote it's just like every vote counts you know yourself and everything it's the same so, so folks that is so, folks, I'm saying to everybody listening today, Chelsea Farrell needs your vote. Get onto that Miss World website now. Do the voting for her, as she explained there. And let's yeah. push Chelsea and Ireland up that uh, leaderboard and right up there that she's in contention tomorrow night. Yes, definitely. And the support from home has been incredible. And, you know, I don't have the time to be replying to everyone and bringing people and different things because I'm so busy. But... Like, I am seeing all the messages and I am getting all the comments from family and that that are passing them on. And I cannot thank everyone in Ireland enough for the support that they've given me. It honestly has made my time over here that bit easier because obviously we're all getting a little bit homesick because we're here for so long and you miss the company. You miss the company of the Irish. God, I'm missing them so much. But to be able to get little comments from home and even strangers from Ireland that like live down on my road or like from counties that I never even visited, to get them little messages, it really does make my day so... Thank you to everyone as well who is supporting me because it's just, it's incredible. Now, speaking about support, the family are there, friends are there, funky fashion, frolics are there. (laughs) My two favourites, God bless. But you know what? My family and friends, honestly, if it wasn't for them, I don't know where I'd be because firstly, they're feeding me over here. They have sent me like potato crisps, chocolates. I got two boxes in the door today from my cousin Enid. And I mean, like, any chocolate you can imagine, crisps, noodles, like, everything in it. And I, I actually will tell you here now, I stood and I cried because I was missing the food from home so much. And I know it's only been a month, but you know yourself when you're away. And I actually stood and cried. That's how happy I was. But that just shows my family have just made my time here incredible. And I cannot wait to see them all tomorrow. Imagine the most beautiful woman in Ireland, the way to her heart is with a food parcel sent is, to London. Yeah, a bar of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Simplicity, isn't it oh, wonderful? I know, it is, yeah. Uh, and I, I must mention uh, the boutique from uh, Southgate as well. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. going along, isn't she? She is. Helen's coming over and Catherine from Biofresh is coming over as well. And then obviously my mum, my dad, my whole family, my godmother, everyone's coming over, my best friends and my dance teacher, like, I, Jesus, there's a list of them I cannot even imagine. I know I'll hear them all before I see them. So that's the best part. I can't wait. And everyone over here can't wait to meet the Irish as well. So there you go. That's the most important part, isn't it? Well, you know something? It's great to catch a word with you today because I Aww. know it's on the eve of Miss World and you've been so kind to us on Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. We oh, really do appreciate so it. And I want to thank say you. this to finish Chelsea Farrell. 
you are our world, no matter what happens Aww. at Miss World tomorrow night. Remember that. You mean the world to us here. And Thank you so good much. luck to you. We're rooting Thank for you. you all the way. And please, God, if it's meant to be, it will be. And exactly. if not, Everything well, happens for a reason. we know for a reason. But, you know, you're a star. You're representing oh, the Northeast so and Ireland so brilliantly. We know that. And we send all our good wishes again to London, to you and all your family and friends tomorrow night. Thank you so much. Now, next week on Late Lunch, it's Christmas Cutie Week, as it has been for a number of years ahead of Christmas. What we want you to do is send us in videos of your cutie singing a Christmas song, reading a poem, telling a little story. You know what I'm talking about? Here's an example. When Santa got up chimney, he began to shout. You boys and girls were gone and he told you if you don't pull me out. My beard is black, they're stuck to my sack, my nose is diggly do. When Santa got up chimney, a two, a two, a two. Ava Flynn, my granddaughter, each day this week she's been bringing us a different song, a different little verse for Christmas. That's what we're looking for. Take a little video of your child and send it in to us. How do you get it to us? Well, you can WhatsApp it to LMFM on 086-1800-658. That's 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp. Or you can email it in to latelunch at lmfm.ie. The cutest cutie will win a voucher for €250 for the wonderful Shoe City just outside Castle Blaney. They're sponsors of the prize this year. What a lovely prize that is. So I know there's lots of cuties out there. The grands are listening today. Grandas, the mums, the dads, their aunts, their uncles. Tell them about it. Get the wee videos. Get them into us. And we'll play them next week on Late Lunch. They'll be on the radio. Yes, we're delighted to do that. And the condition is, if you send it to us, we will be using it. And we will be using it on social media. So they are the terms and conditions. But you'll be all in for consideration for that lovely prize by the end of next week. Yes, it's Christmas Cuties 2019 on your late lunch. I was saying to Brian, I want a Christmas song I love, Brian. He was looking at the songs and everything. I said, is Kylie not in there? Come on, she has to be. He said, no, Jerry, she's not, she's not there, she's not there. And I'm just after looking over at the computer. That Brian Farley's a magician. Here she is, the wonderful Kylie and Santa Baby. LMFM with your local mace. Going the extra smile this Christmas and making your celebration special. Baby 
Lunch with Blackstone Motors. The 2020 Dacia sales event is now on at Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Pre-book your new car for the new year and we'll hold all prices. Just reminding you that we're celebrating the festive season here on LMFM with our brand new online station, LMFM Christmas. For all your Christmas hits, simply go to lmfm.ie and click on LMFM Christmas. Or you can download the LMFM smartphone app. That's a great thing to do because you can bring us with you wherever you go. Remember, LMFM Christmas, playing non-stop Christmas hits right now. But right now in late lunch... It's that time of year. It's the final roundup for Book Club and she's back. The wonderful Margaret Madden is joining us this afternoon. And we have a very special guest because Blake Boland is here from Waterstones Bookshop in Scotch Hall, Drogheda. You're both very welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Thanks, Jerry. Happy Christmas to you. Are Happy you... book reading Christmas, everybody. Yeah. I'm really glad I came in when you didn't have the Miss World girl here in studio though I would have felt you were cheating on me you know (laughs) (laughs) were you raging Blake was raging Blake was raging (laughs) God I'll tell you one thing I puffed off my feathers now when you say something (laughs) like that to be honest with you anyway let's forget about feathers for a minute and concentrate on books and just to tell our listeners we have a lovely giveaway for you from Blake this afternoon in Waterstones and we have our book club giveaway book uh, compendium we have six books for you this uh, time as well. Uh, if I could start with yourself, Margaret, uh, children's books, what caught your attention this year? What are you recommending? Yeah, I would, there's a couple. Uh, Lily at Lissadell by Judy Curtin. Was, I had spoken to you about this you before. Yeah. yeah, so based up in um, you know, Countess Markievicz's house and there's a servant girl um, has gone to work there, you know, upstairs downstairs job. A young girl, about 10. That's fabulous book. Really, really enjoyed that. And then there was another one, The House on Hawthorne Road, um, which was 
really, really enjoyable. Megan Wynn. And that was kind of time traveling, two kids um, traveling back and forth between uh, different eras. Uh, great, great fun. Mm. Really would recommend So those that. two books really are for children. Of what age? Where are you, what are you talking about? I'd say around 10 plus. Okay, lovely. Yeah, when yeah. they're really starting to get into or the Or if they're big, you know, some kids read be, you know, earlier, so eight. Okay. And then um, for the younger ones, I loved the pool bags in a nutshell range. They're tiny little books. I think there were five in the book. They're on, you usually see them on a stand and they're all about um, world leaders, um, Irish legends and myths and then Irish politicians. But for younger kids, um, really helps them with their reading. Great drawings in them. Um, cheap and cheerful. Great for the stockings. There's okay. a whole range of them. So in a nutshell is the range there from Pool Beg. What about yourself, Blake? What caught your attention? What are you recommending for late lunch listeners today? Yeah, well, I've gone with two of the big hitters really here. They're absolutely huge books at the moment. The latest, uh, I think it's The Eighth Dogman is just out. It's called Fetch 22. So any parents with kids who are, you know, six, seven, eight, maybe nine years of age will recognise these books. Um, And I've put it also with David Williams, The Beast of Buckingham Palace. Uh, Everybody knows David Williams. Uh, He's a massively successful writer. Um, And I mentioned the David Williams as well. We have it on half price in the shop. Um, So anybody who's looking for gifts for their nieces, nephews, seven, eight, nine years of age, thereabouts. They're two fantastic picks just to go. Okay. They're safe bets. And so. It's the, the Beast of Buckingham Palace. I think he's there at the minute meeting the Queen. You know the fellow I'm talking about? He got a few votes yesterday in the UK. <laughs> Let's uh, just leave it at that. We'll we, we let you guess that one. <laughs> what about young adults? Let's talk about young adults for a moment. Margaret? A fabulous one that I've just finished. All the Bad Apples, um, an Irish author called Moira Foley-Doyle. And it's basically... Um, it's kind of fantasy and it's where um, a young girl, oh, it's so hard to do this with spoiler, without spoilers, but there's a myth that her the females in the family passing down through the generations, there's always one bad apple and there's a bit of a curse on them. And as something happens at the beginning, um, her father overhears that she uh, has come out as being um, a lesbian and um, he believes that she is the bad apple. Um, so it's very, very... So, Contemporary, uh, really uh, on the nail at, yeah. at the moment. Uh, and the other one I see you've picked as well, Mr. John Boyne, the famous John Boyne. He got into a bit of bother f- about this book. He, I think he withdrew, did he, from social media because of it? He did. Um, this is my brother's name is Jessica. I'm going for the very um, topical books. The, uh, this is about um, a boy who is transitioning, and um, but it's more about his brother's reaction to it. And I think this mm. is where people picked it up wrong. It's not. He wasn't trying to be politically correct. In writing this book he wanted to talk about the families who are watching people transition Okay, and I really really enjoyed it um, I gave it to uh, my two daughters to read just, and um, also gave it down to Boomerang in, in Drogheda to see what they thought about it and they all loved it Okay so there's the two in the young adult I just see in what you've sent to me to consider uh, Blake Greta Thunberg is in there Waterstones exclusive it, it could come into any category but let's talk about her in the context of young adults Yeah she is I mean um, as a teenager, uh, what she's done in the last uh, 18 months, I think it was August 2018, she started off the school strikes and only in the last few days she's been voted Times Person of the Year, the youngest mm. person ever. It's absolutely incredible uh, whether you agree or not with this person, um, what she's doing in the world, she's, it's just incredible. But she has come out with uh, a book of a collection of her speeches there a few months ago and Waterstones now have a beautiful edition because they actually named her Author of the Year this year. Right. So the one I'm 
holding it up to you here. It's by Greta Thunberg. It's a collection of all of her famous speeches to the UN. Yes. You know, that. It's but a beautiful edition. That it is, but you can see some of the photographs in it there as well. Um, a fantastic newspaper. And it's just a great it. little gift. Yeah, and, well. and it stands out. It's a yellow book. You can't miss it. Oh, yeah, and it's up the front of the shop there at the moment. And they're actually doing a three euros off it as well. So okay. it's, it's just a great little present. So if you want to really get a feel for this young woman and uh, for yourself and find out those uh, magnificent speeches she made, this is the book for you this Christmas. Come on, take it on from there. Where are we headed next, Margaret? What would you like to uh, recommend for Christmas reading? Uh, thrillers. Can I do some yes, thrillers? Yes, you know me, yes. I love a good yeah, page you turner. Do. You do. Um, so I have a, a good few for you. I'll fly through them. There's Sleep by C.L. Taylor. I love Callie Taylor's books and this one is fabulous. It's um, on a remote Scottish island and there's lots of creaking floors and oh, twists and turns going galore. I, so that's definitely up there. Sleep. Okay. Uh, Dirty Little Secrets by Joe Spain. We love our Joe Spain. She's fantastic. Um, that this is um, kind of like a house, four or five houses and the neighbours and there's secrets in each one um, that are kind of revealed as you go through the book. Another page turner. We have Rewind by Catherine Ryan Howard, who you've had in a yes. couple of times. Yeah. And it, that was such a cracker. Oh, you love that cracking, as well, didn't you? Cracking book. I want to add my tuppence worth to that one there. Yeah, sure. absolutely. And this is really easy to spot in the shop as well. It's kind of an orange cover with the play button and rewind and fast forward yes, on either yeah. side. You she's, have that in stock, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Noticing it at the moment. Yeah. Catherine Ryan, she's kind of come under the radar a little bit, um, but you can see her developing so much as yeah. an author now. Yeah. And with this last one with Rewind, it just seems to have caught people's attention mm. a bit more, especially in the shop she now. delivered it brilliantly in the way you know she went back and forward like the rewind it says it as well yeah there's but, a murder mm, at the beginning but it's yeah. caught on camera in an yeah. Airbnb kind of situation so it's well worth a look and then we have um, well local author actually um, Nicola Cassidy and the nanny at number 43 you, you loved it I did it was great it really was yeah. we all loved it we all loved Nicola Cassidy yeah so based on fact there's a um a nanny arrives after and seeing an ad in the newspaper saying that a nanny required for a newborn baby, um, you know, and, and you're wondering why and yes. she comes along. But then some sinister stuff is going on. I love the woman in the window overlooking the door Absolutely. where she goes and comes. You know, yeah. that type yeah. of neighbour. Yeah. And Lawrence curtain this. moves and they're peeping out. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, set in Drogheda. So, yeah. Um, the nanny at number 43, you'll be supporting local and an upcoming talent, I have to tell you, in Nicola Casti. I, I mentioned to Margaret Sport and I won't read out what she... <laughs> What's written on this piece of paper before me? So, Blake, come in and win here, as yeah. they say, in sporting parlance. Okay. What have you for the sportsman or woman? Well, I think Margaret's just dropped out for a cup of tea now. She's got no interest in this part of it. Um, I, I brought in two today. There's, I mean, you could just take your pick. The two that are really standing out, um, since it was launched there only a few weeks ago, Joe Smith's book has just... It's stuck up at number one, selling three or four times what Second Place mm. has done. It's absolutely huge book at the moment. Um, and it, it's just... He's actually got a really, really interesting, interesting story. The way he came over to, to coach Leinster, relatively unknown, inexperienced, uh, lost three out of his first four matches. This wasn't going particularly well. But we all know what he's done in the last few years between the Six Nations, the Grand Slam, beating New Zealand. Um, just an incredible story. But the book also gives insights for the, the real, true sports fan into the game of rugby yeah. and how such a tactical mind approaches the game yeah. and, and that's it's done really well honestly and frankly and warts and all it's in 
that book there. So that's Joe Schmidt. They'd love and that yeah, oh, would they? Yeah, would they? yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, okay, so that's it. No, we better not give it away no. if you're going to do something <laughs> for Christmas for people but, in the house. Um, and even other ones as yeah, well. I do. I brought this one along as well. And I think, Jerry, you know a little bit about this one as well. Mm. Richie Sadler. Uh, and the book is called Recovering. Uh, so a biography of him. But a lady came into the shop there about two weeks ago uh, just after it had come out and put three copies of it up on the counter I said you've got three copies there is that what you mean to do I said yeah I picked this up in a waiting room there a few days ago I have no interest in football in sport I read the first few pages and I loved it and I'm buying three copies now as gifts um, it's just a fascinating story mm. if you're not even if you're not into football um, like this guy was you know odds on to go to the 2002 World Cup with Mick McCarthy's squad uh, suffered a hip injury and you can imagine how that would affect a professional sports player and the demons then that haunted him after that mm. a slide into alcoholism many other problems but how the guys come back to be a pundit in RTE he's a fully qualified psychotherapist now practicing um, it's just incredible what he's doing and uh, it's just such a human story yes. but a really good one for the sports fan to put that in that one the, um, the Irish Book Awards sports yeah, book yeah, award it did it's a wonderful book Pe- people know Richie Sadley are well uh, from television and of course he's a, he's a real pundit you can agree and you'll disagree a lot of the times with him mm. but the humanity in that story hitting rock bottom when your career is ended you go to the depths that he did and he's risen up it's inspiring as it, well it's just it fantastic really is. Yeah. it really yeah. is so the uh, Richie Sadler book In Sport for Christmas have to take a short break on late lunch hope you're taking note of these recommendations we will be podcasting of course the book club a little bit later on uh, Blake what have you you've brought a, a nice gift along today what are you giving away we have a 50 euro Waterstones voucher to give away <laughs> lovely yeah. lovely and, lovely um, so this could actually be used as a present for somebody so get on to us uh, once we pick a winner we can give yeah. that out as a gift and someone can come in after Christmas we'll give them tea, coffee we can yes. get hot chocolate if it's a child walk them around the shop and they get to spend 50 okay. euros on whatever they want Fantastic so 50 euros and it's for use after Christmas that's the important thing to say just after Christmas you can come in they'll have loads of time they'll have all the books and they'll look after you and you can enjoy it then and for the runner up we'll give you our six book pack that we have here we have six lovely books put together no you can't have them Blake <laughs> and Margaret just stay there now leave, leave those books alone they're for a list there's only five over there Jerry. Uh, <laughs> who? What? Who took one? <laughs> You'll be searched before you leave the building. Here we go. Anyway, the question is this. It's a seasonal, and this is a Miss Margaret Madden's question to you today. Who wrote the classic A Christmas Carol? Who wrote the classic book A Christmas Carol? We want his name to 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text now straight away for the Waterstones voucher, or you may win the book pack. Christmas Book Club with Margaret Madden and special guest this afternoon, Blake Boland from Waterstones. Blake, I want to come back to you for a moment because I know about this book. Tell them what you're going to recommend next. Yeah, this one is by Anne Glenn Connor. It's called Lady in Waiting, My Extraordinary Life in the Shadow of the Crown. And this one definitely came under the radar. I remember doing the bestseller list there about three or four weeks ago and I didn't even know what this book was. I hadn't seen it selling during the week. Um, but it's just been absolutely massive then in the last few weeks it's really really selling well I think based on her appearance on uh, the mm. Graham Norton show um, but uh, I think Jerry you know this one as yeah, well yeah, don't you yeah absolutely so, uh, yeah. you know this woman was uh, the personal assistant to Princess Margaret and uh, she's written this book about her time tending Margaret mm. and about her own life as well oh my word 
you just got to get this book after what I saw in Graham Norton as well. It's such a rich, fascinating <sighs> life, isn't it? Yeah, incredible, yeah. Margaret. Yeah. Do you know it's what I mean? Fantastic that it's linking in with the Crown on yes on, on, on Netflix, Netflix at the well. moment. So yeah. that will help sales for sure. And I literally said to Declan last night, "If you're going to buy me any books now, can I have?" The Andrew Ridgely Wham one, um, or Elton John, or that Lady in Waiting one. So when you yeah. brought this in, I was thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. And there was, I remember reading uh, the Guardian review of it just to try and catch up on it a bit. Yeah. And they'd said that, well, about the, the British people, but it was that they just love a posh old lady who isn't afraid to talk dirty. Yeah. Yeah. I think that kind of sums up the, <laughs> that this sums book, her you know. Because she's on the periphery of the royal family. She, she doesn't have all the But the, the things that no. happened, you know, back then, you know, all those years ago. Oh, hang on. Do you not reckon there's still some of those things going on? Yes. Of course, Look of course. Prince Andrew, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't go I'm there. going to be fired. Uh, don't, so go there. There. <laughs> don't go there. Don't go there. We'll have, we'll have an, an Alan Sugar situation here. <laughs> I, I don't even point the finger. Anyway, the, the thing is about, yes, and uh, on the Graham Norton show, she was there with her children and some grandchildren as well. And she didn't hold back in their company. And obviously, it's there between the pages of this book. I, I'm sure this is going to really rocket up the uh, charts. Absolutely. For a great little gift. Yeah. Uh, there you go. That's, yeah. uh, that book again is Lady in Waiting by Anne Glenn Connor. Margaret, back to you for general fiction. Yeah, um, another one that I recommended that was really close to being my book of the year, um, Night Swimming by Doreen Finn. I had spoken to you about this before. Yes. And this is where it was set in, in Ireland in the heat wave of the 1970s. And it's a couple of girls um, who are sharing a house, uh, young girls and their neighbours, and they had out sneak out at night. Um, for what they call night swimming. It, it's just escaping out of the house and tiptoeing out, the parents don't hear them. But it's also, it, it's a kind of a coming of age story, but there's a little bit of a background yeah. to it. Absolutely. Fabulous. You loved it when we uh, reviewed it here. Rules of the Road, Kira Garrity. Well, there's another one that jumps up at us from the year gone by, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. I love Kira's writing and this one was fabulous. Um, it's a woman who is driving her father with Alzheimer's and uh, and to, and an uh, and friend, a neighbour who is um, travelling, she's choosing to die herself. Her, her, you yes. know, she, she knows that she hasn't got long to live and she wants to go out her own way. Mm-hmm. And it's fabulously funny and warm and just all embracing. Loved it. It is. Melissa Hills in your picks as well. Oh, the summer villa. If you yeah. want to just sit back and relax and dream of your summer holidays coming as you freeze in our cold spell <laughs> um, and head off to the Amalfi Coast with a couple of girls. Uh, fabulous. Um, not not too chicklity either. It's It's got a wonderful story linked through it. Um, the women's lives. Very easy read and you can pick it up and down in between based on that turkey. And last one, uh, the book is not a turkey. That's what we're talking about, what you eat on Christmas <laughs> Day. The, the, the editor by Stephen Rowley. Yeah, not out long, um, as far as I know. And he um, he wrote Lily and Octopus. And this is a fabulous one. This is about um, his relationship, uh, the fictional guy who's written a book and his relationship with his editor, who happens to be Jackie Kennedy. So it's lovely for anybody who's interested in either the literary world or in Jackie herself. Absolutely. Of Irish and local interest, what have you got for us here, Blake? I brought in four today um, and I've laid them out here on the table so that you can see them. The first one is uh, by Pat 
Pat Marry, The Making of a Detective. Now, we yeah. were selling the book at his launch there a few weeks ago. Uh, we brought a ridiculous amount of copies just to make sure we had enough. We didn't. Every one of them went. And by the time we got the next batch in, every one of those were reserved and we had to reorder it again. Um, it stayed in the bestseller since it came out a few weeks ago. Uh, just a fascinating story of this guy's uh, development from being a rookie in the mid-80s yeah. all the way up to the detective that he retired as. Um, but it takes in stories such as they solved uh, one of the murders back in 1995. I think it was the first time that DNA had ever been yes. used as evidence. Mm. Um, that's just obviously not the only story. There's a whole amount. But it's a great little present to give okay, someone. Okay, and selling very crime. well indeed. And that's Here's an indication it. of how good it is and its popularity. I see a very familiar book pointed at me. Anthony Murphy and Drone Hens. Yeah, it's another one. We have it on one of the tables up to the front of the shop. Just a brilliant little gift for anybody interested in history and even in archaeology. Yeah. Um, it's just a great little book as well because I like the pictures in it. It's illustrated all the way through. It's written very clearly um, and I just think it would make a great little gift and for somebody. And it's a great story that the the uh, drought of a summer we had the year before Absolutely, this yeah. you know, revealed something that technology then you know, picked up and being in the right place at the right time. Anthony was there. That's a universal story. It yeah. really is. Lovely gift for Christmas. Highly recommended. Absolutely. I have another one here. This is just your quintessential present of a coffee table book. Um, absolutely beautiful. It's called Return to Sender. Um, and I'll open up some photographs here as I tell you about it. But it goes back, there was a... a I have it. I have, have that it already, up in my office. Fantastic. That's upstairs on my desk. It's yeah. a wonderful book. So it was John Hind, um, a pioneer of colour photography, um, famous, especially back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, these postcard images of, of an older Ireland that some of us will remember. Um, but Paul Kelly has gone back to the exact same locations and taken photographs and split the photograph half on one side being the original and the other half on the other side is the newer one and it's just fascinating to see the development oh, of not just yes. Ireland but the people the yeah. houses even you look at the cars and you remember that car that your dad had in the 1970s and now you compare it to what's out there at the moment uh, just absolutely brilliant as a gift for somebody just to look back look back yeah, yeah. It, it is beautiful and then finally of local and Irish interest yeah this one by Ned McHugh uh, as part of the Irish Historic Towns Atlas so this is number 29 of the Irish series I think there's nearly there's more than 500 in the European wide one now um, but this is a gigantic book I'm struggling to lift it up here yeah. and it's not even a book because it's a collection of essays of photographs there's a CD-ROM disc that comes with it and you can fold this out it's about would you call it A3 size in oh, terms it's of A2 uh, A3 for yeah. sure yeah for and sure and you can fold out maps and it that's all about Drogheda is it? Back. it's dedicated to Drogheda and yeah. there's one this is number what in the series? it's 29 in the okay, series so of historic oh, towns around uh, Ireland I mean picked out I, it's fantastic isn't yeah. it? anybody with an interest especially from Drogheda or the surrounding towns be it Colin it's just a yeah. wonderful I'd gift like to, to throw in there as well for the younger readers for, uh, for local interest the um, um Nicola Pierce. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. fantastic! Isn't she just amazing? Yeah, she's got some yeah. fabulous books out, and her latest one is about um, True Tales from the Titanic. But it's suitable yeah. for adults as well. Yes. it's not mm. just it's not a kids' book per se, and um, beautiful. Local. The wonderful Nicola, the yeah. inspiring Nicola, she, and uh, she's just a brilliant writer. So she is, and yeah. we, we we wish we wish her well. Nicola Pierce, yeah, and her and the kids books love her books, and yeah. Waterstones have have them as well. With a selection there, yeah. yeah she great. drops into the shop from time to uh, time and signs copies yeah. as well. Just, so. just the best. Yeah, she's Margaret, quickly back to you. We're, we're up against the clock. Give yeah. us a shout on the historical fiction. Oh, listen, who do you think I would put as my favourite historical fiction fellow who come, pops in to see us every now and again? Would it be a fella called? 
called Let Me Think uh, Andrew O'Connor <laughs> yeah I was sick when he was in which I couldn't I come and stalk him a great beauty the fabulous story oh here I'm using fabulous a lot today it's you Christmas are. I'm feeling fabulous um, Michael Collins uh, Kitty Kiernan and Lady Lavery the the triangle brilliant the fictional triangle well not well, we're not sure if it's fictional but um, fabulous Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous book. Yeah, a great beauty. And uh, Neve Boyce, Her Kind and Meet Me in Monaco by Hazel Gaynor. We'll just yes. mention those two again. Before we finish, let's talk about both of your books of the year. I'm intrigued. Blake, first, what is uh, that book you have there in front of you? Yeah. I've picked this one because it's also the Waterstones book of the year. It's called The Boy, The Mole, The Fox and The Horse. Uh, this book defies classification. Um, the author, Charlie Maxey, is an artist. So there's... It features a number of his illustrations, but there's also beautiful stories woven through it. Um, but it isn't traditional print, traditional text. This is calligraphy, which he tells the story. And I'm trying to show it up to, to both yourself and Margaret here at the moment. It's oh, beautiful. So beautiful. It's, yeah, it's something just, else. And it's a gift. It's somebody just handed it to them on Christmas So what's Day. the name it's of it again? It's story. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox and the Horse. Waterstone's Book of the Year. And Miss Margaret Madden, after 12 months on Late Lunch Boot Club. It is... When All Is Said by Anne Griffin. You've gone back to it. i gone back. I said this in January, didn't you I? Did. I said, this is absolutely outstanding. I can really not see anything beat this and uh, nothing did. In 12 months, it yeah. hasn't. When All Is Said is the name of Margaret's book of the year on Late Lunch Book Club. And a fantastic book it is. It's by the wonderful... Anne Griffin. I have to leave it there for the day, folks. Just ask the question again. 50 euro voucher from Waterstones. Lovely prize and a book pack for the runner-up there. Who wrote the classic? Who wrote the classic? A Christmas Carol. 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text with your answers. Happy Christmas to everyone in Waterstones. Blake, thank you for joining us today. Great to have us on here. And Margaret, a very special and happy Christmas to you too. Thank you for everything during the year. You're welcome. Well, I have to say, I feel Santa Claus has arrived on late lunch this afternoon. And let me tell you why. I have a lovely lady joining me. Her name is Anne Randolph. And Anne, this has been in the making. Just let's tell our listeners. We've been planning this for a little while, haven't we? we? have. We have. And Anne is a wonderful lady. You know the name Randolph? Does that ring a bell with... Sports fans out there, soccer fans, Irish international team, Middlesbrough goalkeeper, you know what I'm talking about. You're Darren Randolph's mammy, aren't you? I am. But you're here today to talk about you. I am, yes. Because, can I say that you've had this talent under your bushel for for years and years? Is that fair enough to say? Oh God, yeah, for years and years. I've always sang... Always wanted to do something with it, but never did. Okay. Looked after my family and work and however life pans out. But now I'm doing my thing. You decided I am going to sing. And is it true that I was actually watching, you're on the Late Lunch show, but you know that Late Late show? Did you ever yes. hear that Late Late show? I you know that certainly show that did. On RTE and, you know, on Friday nights, right? Yes. Over. You were watching it one night. I was watching it one night and I had been, it was in my mind to go back to singing. But you know, when you don't sing for a while, the voice gets a little bit out of, uh, you know, just out of practice. So I said, I better go, I must go back and get some lessons. And I heard Sharon Corr talking to, uh, on the Late Late Show saying she had been to a, a voice coach who was local. And I said, well, Liz Ryan in Dundrum, if she's good enough for Sharon Corr, she's good enough for me. And I went back to just get a few lessons. Now, that's a couple of years ago. Yes. And it's that was the start of it. 
and she's been amazing to me you know really really great and when you sang for her you said I'm just here to get lessons but yeah. she said to you quite quickly hold yeah. on a minute young woman yeah. yeah, there's more than lessons here yeah she said look she, she really liked the sound of my voice she liked how I could communicate a song so at one point she said to me well so what are you going to do and I said sure I'll probably do a bit of backing for somebody she said you will not you're good enough to have your own show so my first show was to a packed house in the Mill Theatre in Dundrum. Like, that was my first show. You know, it wasn't... So, you know, it just it just came about. <laughs> I this don't know. is just it all a happened. wonderful story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you say or categorise the type of singer you are? I'm a storyteller. Um, in tradition, traditional music would have been my starting point when I was younger, you know, I went to the St. Louis nuns and, um, you know, they were well into culture, Celtic music, mm. the the deep tradition. And I suppose any everyone has always said, I think from the time when I was in babies, my mother told me this, that the nun came to my mum and said, she has a beautiful voice. You better do something with that voice. So that was when it was recognised that I had a voice. Now, I mean, I'm saying that and I'm saying I have a lovely voice. I didn't get it from myself. It was given to me. That's why yeah. I, I don't feel like I'm being arrogant <laughs> saying I have this lovely voice. I understand. But it just came. And um, it, I took lessons all through my young, young, young life and, you know, did the normal things like school shows, um, musicals. Yes competitions, you know, the score and slogan and all those things that were around in my young days. Mm. Um, and then, of course, the boys came along and the family and I did try the odd... For some reason, just it was so hard. I just never was able to get on that uh, circuit. Yes. Uh, but I always sang. Okay. And then as I slither into my older <laughs> life, <laughs> suddenly <laughs> I can... I get to You're do maturing, it. Yeah, you maturing. I love it. Like a good cheese. the word cheese. you want to be using. <laughs> like a good cheese. And of course, you had two boys, you had yeah. Darren and Neil, and they're both big sportsmen. Yes. We know Darren is the Irish international goalkeeper, plays for Middlesbrough. Neil is a <coughs> basketball star mm-hmm. as well. And that comes from the dad, is it? The, the sporting... Yeah, um, Ed came to Ireland to play basketball in yes. the 80s, and um, I met him then. So, but And basketball would have been... Darren's first love okay. as well. Neil is so passionate about it, even though he's working, he always gets the basketball training and uh, playing in because he just loves it so much. So it is like a passion. It's can, been they, a pa- can they sing? Um, you know, they can sing, but they don't. <laughs> they can sing, but they don't. Well, well let me feel. I said at the <laughs> beginning, I feel like Santa Claus. Yeah. And I said, what was that Eejit in there talking about? He is a lovely woman with him. I'm going to hear her singing in a minute. Can I tell you why? He's in the hot seat beside his mammy. Darren Randolph is here on late lunch. Good afternoon. <laughs> Look at the excitement. What am I like here? You're laughing at me. Darren Randolph, you are so welcome to the show. Thanks this for is me. Is this unexpected for you? Unexpected for, yeah, I wasn't expecting him home at all. Oh, why are you home? What's the story? Uh, just because I'm carrying a bit of an injury. So Right. The, uh, the, the club gave me some time off, so... I've got, I've got a couple of days off now. Are they playing this weekend, Middlesbrough? Playing Swansea away. Ooh, tough game. Another, yeah. No, well, the position we're in, every game's a tough yeah, game. I understand. <laughs> I understand. But I've been watching you. I am a yeah. big football fan. And I have been watching you because you are there and Robbie's there as well. Um, you've been getting results and then not able to be consistent with not it. Not being with able to build on them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So you're, you're, you're fighting relegation. Is that fair to say? You're in a battle there? We're, we are. At the minute, 
but we we picked up some some points over the last few weeks and we yeah. kind of moved a little bit further away from the, the bottom yes. three and yeah. and dragged a few teams kind of above us yes. closer yeah. closer to it. It's better now in the last few weeks it's than better, it was beforehand. It's better yeah. to looking today than it was yeah, probably yeah, three yeah, or four yeah. three or four weeks ago. Mm, mm. So what about the injury? Do you expect to get over it quickly or uh, will it be the ho- new year before you Hopefully back? I'll be back around New Year. Okay. Yeah. 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 I have to say, you're a mighty goalkeeper. <laughs> Thank you. You very much. are a brilliant goalkeeper. <laughs> I've been there cheering you on. I've been behind <laughs> the goals. I've been to the side of you. He's such an agile guy, isn't he? He is, yeah. The basketball, you see. I think that's what it was. It's a funny thing about himself and his brother. Um, Darren always had a ball in his hand. So even at night time, when I'd put them to bed when he was younger, his younger brother would have the light on and the book to read. Darren would be lying back with the basketball, just throwing the ball up in the air and catching it. You know, he just had that affinity with the the sport and with the basketball. So I think, yeah, he has that hand-eye coordination and he has that spring in his step. Yeah, you are a great goalkeeper, may I say? What about just before? I better get back to your mammy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be in big trouble here. I just see yeah. you're just so nice, and I just see how, how how relaxed you are. But look, the playoffs we have we have a difficult old journey now, haven't mm-hmm. we? If we're to make it to the Euros, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, two away, two away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we never seem to do it the, the easy, <laughs> the easy way. way. Oh, we don't. <laughs> you know, we, had, uh, we don't. We had uh, an opportunity to qualify with two games to go. Mm. But again, you're playing, you know, the two two other biggest teams in the in yeah. the group. Yeah. Um, obviously, a draw against Denmark any other in any other kind of point of the group would have been a great point. But yeah. when you need to win to mm. to go through, it's slightly disappointing. Yeah. Um, and even though you have the the playoff to come, you can't. No. Help but be a little bit disappointed when yes, I know. you miss out on I that know. chance. But you're still there. You're still, you're still in there. there. You still amazing. have a chance. Yeah, uh, you still have an As I said, if we never do anything the easy way. No. So no. that's the Irish way. Do you get nervous? I, I you go and watch him, don't you? And, I do. I go know. and watch him, but I find it very, very hard to watch when the ball comes out. I mean, I just say it all the time, but it's the truth. I actually can't watch when the ball goes <laughs> do down. Put your hands? I do. Do you put your head in your program? The Randolphs are with me on late lunch this afternoon Anne was to be here on her own her boy is with her we're going to talk more about the music and hear this wonderful voice after the break Anne Randolph is with me on late lunch the boy is here as well Darren her son is here as well the Irish international goalkeeper and back to you Um, you're a busy busy lady I'm just looking at all you do you love the gym you do your yoga you work Tell us about your work. I'm a psychotherapist. Um, I specialise in working with adolescents, which is a really important area. Um, I started off as an adult therapist and would have been asked at times to work with young people, but not having trained, I went off and did some kind of, uh, did a two year training to work with them. And it's a fascinating area to work in and much needed because that adolescent um, age group are a, a difficult age group to make contact with because obviously we're in development at that point and there's so much happening. So, um, yeah, much needed area for, for concentration and I, I, I love working with the adolescents. In an interview you did a wee while ago, you say you can do everything you want in your life. Does the album, yeah. this lovely album and I know. your singing really sum that up for you? Completely. It was like closing the circle almost. It was the one thing that was outstanding that I really wanted to do. Um, and 
for, I don't know how this really happened, but amazing musicians fell into my lap. It's just unbelievable. Like, you know, Keith Donald from Moving Hearts, Mick Hanley, who wrote the title track and, and another track, A Song So Old, which is beautiful. Um, well, I did a launch of the album recently in October and he duetted with me. And he's such a kind and lovely man. And, and, and um, I mean, he's an Irish kind of icon, really, of, of Irish music. And uh, to, to give me the song, so and it's a very special song. It's a mm. beautiful when you listen to it. It's really beautiful. He could have released it for himself, but he gave it to me, which was really lovely. So I, f- I feel really blessed because all of these lovely people, the musicians on the album, Frankie Lane from the Old Flag Cowboys, you might remember that Robbie Overson who had played with Scully and a fabulous um, accordionist Vera Crockwell from Galway, Matthew Mazanek from New York doing his PhD over here. So so many and Garvin Gallagher, of course, couldn't on double bass. How did that happen? I don't know. It's this thing in life where you are at the centre of this yeah. and, and, and this all is Comes attracted. Together. Do you know that? You know like they serendipity talk about that, type like, of thing. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah. And that's what's happened That's here. what's happened, yeah. It really, really Isn't is. It's great? It is fabulous, yeah. Darren, what do you think of her? What, what do you, what, this mum of yours. Amazing, amazing woman. Isn't she? Yeah, yeah, she is. You've always known this. Have you known <laughs> about, you know, the singing? Yeah, well, we... We said before, well, we spoke before. Um, when we used to live in, in one of our older houses, uh, she had her own little studio upstairs at the top of the house, and there'd be some noise coming out of it. There'd be some Saturdays or Sundays if I'd have football or if I didn't have anything else on, you know, I'd be told, right, keep the noise down. We're, we're doing some recording upstairs, so I'd have to like sneak around and be careful closing doors and, <laughs> you know, just. Keep but myself. you loved it. No, I liked it. I, I liked. I liked hearing it. And then even when when they took a break, I'd be able to go up and you know mess around like, on the guitar and press different buttons like what you're doing. <laughs> what over I'm there, doing. What here. you're doing over there. And Don't be giving away my treats. And then getting told off for, for, for touching all the stuff. But, um, Do you play anything yourself? I, I don't. No. I, no do never. you sing? No. Well, I oh, do. Come to my, on. I do to myself, but not. Do you not like, lead it in the dressing room when you, you know, you've won something or had something to celebrate? No, no, <laughs> no. You're not that man to get I'm, up. I'm not. I'm not the man to stand up and be singing. All right. No. Okay. Not at all. Okay. There you I are. leave the singing up to the more confident <laughs> people. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it is a great story. It, it, mm. it is great that you know that now here you are with your first album yeah. released, and and it's lo- and it is lovely. I love every song on it. They my. What I do is tell stories. So every song on that I've chosen because they tell a story. Okay. Um, uh, and in a show, if I do a show, I'll always introduce the song to give some context. And it kind of helps people to connect with the music. And that's just what I do. I like to tell stories with with the singing. Yes. They're not just any old song. I, 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 I mean? see that. And there's a link with poetry, of course. I see Robbie yeah, Barnes yeah, in here. You're, yeah. You love that you yes, know, synergy between music and poetry. And, and W.B. Yeats, yes. you know, my, um, the Song of Wandering Angus. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Love those. Well, we better have a listen uh, before you go and, and say goodbye to you because we're going to play into uh, our news headlines at three o'clock with the song. Introduce it, Anne Randolph. 
This is the title track of the album, If This Be Love. And it's a song written by Mick Hanley and gifted to me. And I'm so grateful for it. It's absolutely beautiful. Song of Love. And we have a couple of albums to give away. Signed by the great lady herself. We'll tell you about that after three. Darren, I wish you well with the injury. Get back soon. Good luck with the playoffs for Ireland. And thank you for making my (laughs) Friday on Late Lunch. Uh, Thank you for having me. Come here along with your mam as well. It's been a real pleasure to have the Randolphs with me on Late Lunch. And... And Darren, thanks a million. And here we go with If This Be Love. From time to time, I lose my. i mm-hmm.
Late lunch with Blackstone Motors. The 2020 Dacia sales event is now on at Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Call in to see how shockingly affordable a new Dacia is in the new year. Don't forget the Christmas puddings. Need them in by next Wednesday. Judging this day week, Women With Opinions. Fabulous hamper for the winner on the title. Best Christmas pudding in the North East. Get them in next week. Ideal to get them in from Monday next week. Need them in by close of business on Wednesday. Thank you so much. The book club today. Lots of recommendations for Christmas from Margaret Madden and Blake Boland. We have a 50 euro voucher for Waterstones in Drogheda in Scotch Hall to give away. The question was, who wrote a Christmas carol? It was Charles Dickens and that voucher this afternoon going to Pauline McEnany and RD. Well done to you, we'll be in touch. And our gift book pack for Christmas, the six grand books in it. You'll be reading well into the new year. Uh, that goes to Cora McCann. Well done to you, Cora. We'll be in touch about the books. Now, you can avoid the stress of finding the perfect turkey this Christmas with Hogan's Farm Shop. They have a range of turkeys, including free-range bronze turkeys, available at their shop in Cortown in County Mead or on their website hogansfarm.ie with home deliveries available. Thanks to Hogan's Farm Shop we have your Christmas dinner sorted. We have a 7kg Charlesford white hole turkey and a 50 euro Hogan's Farm Shop voucher to give away to one lucky listener this afternoon. To win all you have to do is text this is text 086 658 the word turkey now text turkey now 086 658 and the winner Eddie will pick the winner on the drive after late lunch this afternoon so get texting please as quick as you can it's a big weekend in the Premier League Darren Randolph was here a little while ago with his mam he's not playing with Middlesbrough this weekend but of course they're not in the Premier League We'll be talking about Premier League football next with Leon Blanche. Late lunch, LMFM Radio this Friday afternoon and it's time for the man himself. Yes, he joins us every Friday faithfully. Leon Blanche, Communications Manager with Boyle Sports, is on the line. Afternoon, Leon. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks so much for taking our call again. Well, we're going to concentrate on the Premier League this weekend. And let's begin with the runaway leaders, may I say, at this stage, Liverpool. They're at home to Watford, who have a new manager in Nigel Pearson. Yeah, look, and there was a little bit of a response, Jerry, from Watford against Crystal Palace. Um, they kept a clean sheet, which is always a good sign. Uh, they didn't create too much, but I think Nigel Pearson would have just emphasised, don't get beaten um, against Palace, and they managed to do that. However, they're going to Anfield, and as you rightly said, Liverpool, I thought they were very, very good against Salzburg on Tuesday night in the Champions League. It was a massive performance. They needed to go there. Yes, they only needed a draw, but the the kind of authority that they showed throughout that game, they were always going to win the game and I was impressed with that performance and I think Jurgen Klopp will make some changes. He does have a big squad. He raised a few eyebrows with the team selection against Everton in the derby but the players who came in done exceptionally well, the likes of Shakiri and Origi. So don't be surprised if they play tomorrow against Watford at home and I think Liverpool should make it another victory in the Premier League because this is their last game, Jerry, before they fly off to play in the World Club Championship. So they'll actually miss next weekend's Premier League action and they'll return away from home against their closest challengers, Leicester City, on Stevens' night. And that, that promised to be one hell of a game. 
It certainly does. And while you're talking about Leicester City, they are the closest pursuers. They have a home game against Norwich tomorrow. And really, you could see nothing there really but a home win. They're going for nine in a row victories, Leon. It's a fantastic achievement. They're playing some very attractive, stylish football under Brendan Rodgers. And what a job he's done. Um, Certainly, any other season, you'd be saying Leicester might be leading the Premier League. It's just a relentless pace that's being set by Liverpool. But at home, the likes of Madison, Vardy, Harvey Barnes, they've got Perez, they've got Ian Acho. And the one thing that really impressed me about Brendan Rodgers, when they played Everton a couple of games back, when it wasn't working, he was able to change formation. And I think that goes to show you the sign of a really good coach. If you start off with a particular starting eleven, and then you don't see it going your way, you're able to make a substitution, but change the whole formation with that substitution. And I think Leicester should easily see off Norwich. Norwich, I think they might just be okay. They're starting to find a little bit of form, but I think Liverpool and Leicester will be hoping tomorrow for quite comfortable home victories. Now, two other games to look at. Uh, Manchester United finding form under Solskjaer now. United fans are certainly more hopeful. Everton, managerless, but with Duncan Ferguson in temporary charge. My word, he got a reaction last week. Yeah, he certainly did, Jerry. Do you know something? Isn't it great to see that passion that he showed towards even the ball boys when Everton scored? He was hugging them, he was kissing them, he was getting the crowd going. The Evertonians have... They've been crying out for something like that for quite some time because they have been pretty abysmal under Marco Silva, it's fair to say. But Big Duncan came in last week. They had to live on their nerves a little bit against Chelsea, but you would expect that. But that was a huge win. As for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, it's been a fabulous week in terms of the Premier League, beating Tottenham Hotspur at home and then travelling to your neighbours, Man City, and getting a victory. So it's no surprise United are favourites at 3-4. to four. Everton just under 4-1 to one, and the draw here is 11-4. to four. Look, United, they're playing well. However, against the lesser teams, and this is no disrespect to Everton, United have struggled. They've seemed to be able to raise their game when they play the likes of Liverpool or City or Spurs. They've done quite well. So this is a test for Man United and I think they might just get over the line. But don't be surprised at all if Everton can go there and nick a point. I wouldn't be in any way, shape or form surprised. Our final look at the Premier League this week, Arsenal, my own club. Well, I don't know what to make of them. Uh, Lundberg has come in and has he got a kick? I don't think so. They're at home to Man City in a way win banker, Leon. It looks that way, uh, Jerry. Yeah, look, Lundberg, they were dreadful against West Ham for almost 60, 65 minutes. And then in a spurt of nine or ten minutes, they got three goals. Now, I thought that might just be the thing that gave them a little bit of a kick on. It'll be interesting to see his team selection against Man City. He dropped David Luiz for the game against West Ham, and I don't think too many Arsenal fans would be disappointed with that. He's just not a defender. He cannot play as a centre-half. Not in my opinion, anyway. Arsenal, when would you ever see them as big as 5-1 to one at home against Man City, who are 4-9? to nine? The only thing with City is, Jerry, and I will say this, I've no doubt in my mind this year Pep Guardiola is going to put all his eggs into the Champions League because I I feel he even he feels that the league is gone. And City at the moment, they're a bit hit and miss in the Premier League. We saw them against United. United thoroughly deserved that victory even though City were at home. They were brilliant away against Burnley. They look to be really right up and right at it. So this is an interesting game. The one thing I will say is both teams will score but I think Man City will win. 
Before you leave us, Monday is a big day for the big, big clubs in Europe and a few imposters in there as well. The final 16 is laid out now in the Champions League. Eight seeded clubs, eight non-seeds. You'd have to say when you look at the two sides, seeds, non-seeds, when you look at the seeded clubs, Barcelona, Bayern, Juve, Leipzig, Liverpool, City, PSG and Valencia, will the winner come from that eight? Yeah, well, look, Jerry. probably. I mean, you look at the betting and Man City are three to one favourites. Uh, Liverpool are next in at four to one. It's a very interesting stat. Jurgen Klopp, since he's been at Liverpool, if you look back, they've got to the Europa League final, the Champions League final, and then the Champions League final again. So what that tells you is, over two legs, since Jurgen Klopp has taken charge at Anfield, Liverpool have never failed to progress. They've always got through two-legged affairs. So I think everyone will be quite fearful of Liverpool in the Champions League. Barcelona, they're hit and miss as well. A team that I think Jerry could finally go all the way would be Bayern Munich. They just seem to be hitting form. They haven't really... The potential that they've had, I think they've been surprised that they haven't won more European Cups. I know when Guardiola was there, he was disappointed they couldn't lift the Champions League. But the draw will be fascinating. Both Liverpool and City... Because they're seeded, as you rightly said, they'll get a very, very handy draw in the last 16, you would imagine. The only thing is, the only team that they could get, um, having finished second in their group, I think is Real Madrid. Now, that might be a banana skin for either side. However, Spurs and Chelsea have got through. But I think, Jerry, honestly, if I had to pick one team now for a bit of value, I think Bayern Munich at 8-1, to one, they look a decent bet. Leon, we'll leave it there for today. As usual, thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week. All the best, Jerry. Yes, and next week, of course, is the run into Christmas on Late Lunch and we're really looking forward to it. We've lots of Christmassy stuff in store, plenty of uh, memories of Christmas past. We'll be joining children as they look forward to Christmas and uh, we are going to have a great time on the show. Pudding of the year as well. Oh, there's so much happening next week. Anyway, before we go today... The lovely Anne Randolph was with us on Late Lunch a little earlier on, along with our son, the Irish international keeper, Darren. Our new album is called If This Be Love. She's a beautiful voice and uh, what a wonderful story it is. Coming back to singing after years and making our first album. I have two signed copies of the album. If you'd like it, all you have to do is call in now to uh, 1850-715-958. Two signed copies of Anne Randolph's album. And if you want to find out more about it, check out our website annrandolphmusic.com that's annrandolphmusic.com for more information and what a lovely chat I had with the Randolphs earlier on the show that's a lot for late lunch this week my thanks to Louise Walsh my producer to Brian Farley who guided me through the last couple of days thanks a million Brian to your listeners who join us every day and our guests who popped in to talk to us on the show in the past week have a lovely weekend take care of yourselves don't get too stressed with the shopping and the pressure of Christmas just enjoy it but to take us into the weekend on late lunch here they come the Ronettes and Sleigh Ride see you Monday LMFM with your local mace going the extra smile this Christmas for a season filled with magic
The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors. The 2020 Dacia sales event is now on at Blackstone Motors, Drogheda, Dundalk and Cavan. Call in to see how shockingly affordable a new Dacia is in the new year. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.